0: Podcast is for mature audiences only. It may contain explicit language or content. If you are under the age of 18, Fortnite is calling you. Plus, this podcast will most certainly contain nudity, and you don't want to hear that. Welcome to the New With Tags Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm Jamie. We are a longtime married couple, enjoying the latest chapter in our lives.
1: We hope that through sharing our personal insights and the advice we'd give our 20-year-old selves. We will encourage you to live your most authentic life, wherever you are in your journey.
0: Hey, I thought this was supposed to be a sexy podcast.
1: And yes, there will be some fun and sexy stories while I wear my New With Tags lingerie.
0: Let's get started. What are we waiting for?
1: Carpe diem. Seize the day. Hi, Paul.
0: Hi, Jamie. How are you tonight? I'm doing well, thank you. You look very nice tonight.
1: Thank you. You got me some New With Tags lingerie.
0: I did. It's a black teddy. Yes, it is. With red flowers on it mm-hmm. and sheer, and it's very, very pretty.
1: Mm-hmm. It's really comfortable. I love it. Actually, you pulled you, you went to the store the other day and bought a few outfits, mm-hmm. um, and so I, you actually were pulling them out of the bag, and I'm like, oh, these Looks... are all really good. Yeah. You have very nice taste. I
0: did, and, and you wear them well. Thank you very much. That's why we do this.
1: Yes. We'll put this up on uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, once we... Get ready to launch the episode so that our tribe can see what we're wearing when we podcast or what I'm wearing.
0: Yes. They don't get to see me.
1: They don't usually get to see you. No. So this is a special bonus episode. Thank you for doing it. This is right on the heels of the last one that we recorded, but I wanted to do a bonus episode around Christmas time for my Ladies Love Desire Facebook group. It's a closed Facebook group that Sarah Clayton runs as the admin on and the group is designed to allow women who either are thinking about going to Desire for the first time or who have been there several times to ask both property desire kinds of questions to lifestyle questions to we talk about a lot of different things on this Facebook group. You don't get to see it because it is ladies only and a closed private group, so you can't find it on your own if you are part of our tribe and are not part of that group feel free to reach out to me or to Sarah Clayton and we will work on getting you added to the group. That would be Sarah's job, but I can get that on, uh, pass that on.
0: Well, our normal format for our podcast is we start with a social media topic, something that's hot or trending um, that has a lot of of chatter about it. Um, We usually give some dialogue around that. And we also do a letter to our 20-year-old selves you usually do them, but I've done at least one. It's what will we tell your 20-year-old self? Advice, comments, anything that would be of interest to you back then that you would have loved the advice. And we give commentary around that. And then our last topic is we have a sexy story for the day. So
1: Yeah, so let's get started. We'll do a little bit of an abbreviated version. Uh, but for those of you who are first time listening to our podcast, I'm going to welcome you to our tribe.
0: Yes, welcome.
1: Here we go. My social media topic for this podcast is one that we disagree on a bit. A little bit. A little bit. I find it absolutely hysterical. You're lukewarm on it.
0: I'm lukewarm. But you like cat videos and I don't, so.
1: That's true. This is not a cat video, though. This
0: is not a cat video. This
1: is not a cat video. The topic for today is there's a video of a woman who uh, posted on Facebook Live. And she was at a gas station. She was at a Wawa, and so she went into the Wawa, feeling the holiday spirit. She buys the woman behind her in line her drink. Right, she's all full of the holiday spirit.
0: Very proud of herself. Very at the proud time. of herself. She's just feeling good,
1: feeling great about herself. And she walks out of the out of the gas station, or the convenience store part of the gas station, to her car. And she's walking out, and she sees this gentleman. Cleaning her windshield. And, you know, what an amazing thing. it's. The
0: holidays are great.
1: The holiday spirit, right? And so so she goes up and she's like, I just love the holidays. And she gives him a hug. And it's somewhere around this point where she realizes he's not cleaning the windshield of her car.
0: Someone else's car. He's cleaning his own windshield. Mm
1: -hmm. And so... Her car must have been, I assume, sort of directly behind his, and it was the same make and model and color, right? So it was like, I don't know, two silver Kias, you know. And so she realizes that it's not her car, so she hightails it to her car, gets in, and goes and pulls into a parking spot at the Wawa. And then, like, goes – she starts up her Facebook Live, and she is laughing – hysterically at herself she can hardly breathe she can she, hardly
0: talk for five minutes it just is, it was uplifting to hear laughter
1: she was just so tickled by what happened and and the reason i think probably it resonates with me is because i could see myself doing something just like that
0: oh yeah me R- too
1: right i mean we've all walked up to somebody else's car thinking it's our own right same make model color um and so, so she goes on. She's telling the story, and she's she's all but crying. She's laughing so hard, and and she can hardly breathe. And so she's telling the story, and you know, you can just. She's obviously just embarrassed about what's happened, but just like so tickled by it, she she can't hardly she can't hardly breathe, and so. Why it resonated with me is, begin, again, because I think we've all been there. We could all see ourselves doing that. And I know I personally have gotten to the place where, you know, you and I may be sitting and something happens and you we can hardly breathe. It's just a wheeze like this.
0: Just, just can't stop laughing.
1: No, can't stop, can't stop laughing, can't breathe, any of those things. So, you know, again, I thought it was hysterical. I played it at work. We actually had a systems downtime. We had to restart the system, and so I walk out of my office and I'm like, "Hey, did you guys see that video I posted on my Facebook page?" And so we pull it out and we're we're watching it um, in the little bullpen area, and you know, just we're we're rolling on the floor, we're crying along with her, and you know, we just you know, it's every you think she's about ready to wrap it up and it gets there's more. And so the people who had listened to it like, no, wait, wait, the best part's coming. It was funny. And so, you know, I think that right now, the reason that resonated so much with people is, you know, there this is supposed to be a happy, joyous time of the year, right? It's the holiday season. We're coming up on Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's. And And people, people are expected to be happy and
0: And it's hard sometimes and
1: it's hard sometimes there are
0: life happens,
1: life happens and, and grief happens, right? It's, Mm -hmm. I have a, a coworker who lost her husband. She is trying to put on the happy face, um, You know, I lost my sister not quite a year ago. January will be the first anniversary of her death. So her family and myself trying to get through this Christmas season, the first Christmas season, and, you know, I think we all need a good laugh sometimes. And we actually have a friend who just lost her mother. It's Nikki from Our Naughty Escapades, and I sent her the video because we had been texting back and forth and I was trying to find out how she was doing. And, you know, it's just a tough time of year. It's just, it's just hard and grief is new and raw and and sometimes that's hard to process through. And I said, you know, I, I was talking to her about not like shoving your feelings down, which is kind of the conversation I've been having with a lot of people this holiday season. It seems like we're forcing that grief, our sadness, down and not letting it come out because we don't want to ruin other people's holidays. And so I said, if you can't cry and you can't really talk about it to process through it, sometimes laughter can work as a stress reliever. You can. And so I sent her the video and, you know, she's like, oh, thank you. Right. So, but I, I think right now, I think maybe it's resonating because of the stress, both of, of the holiday season itself the stress of grief, the stress of all kinds of things in the country. Um, I think people need to laugh.
0: They do. We always love to hear laughter. It, it it rejuvenates us. And this time of year is particularly hard because people want to, but they, like you said, they can't process grief or troubles. They just don't want to bring everybody else down. And that's it's understandable, but it's unfortunate.
1: As people... Process through their grief, even if it's whether it's new grief or old grief or new worries, new troubles, old troubles. This seems to be a time of the year where all of that gets sort of jumbled up into one big pot of boiling stew. So hopefully people will see the video. I'll post it on social media before we release this podcast so that maybe people haven't seen it one way or another. This is a good laugh. And, uh, I encourage you to go out and take take a minute and laugh with people and find the joy and humor in what you can, and especially when it's of yourself. We tend to do that a lot. We do. Yeah. So on that note, I think we should wrap this segment up and head to the Dear Jamie letter. Let's do Dear Jamie, you know that place you just went on vacation? The one with the hot Mexican sun, blue water, amazing coral? Yeah, that one. You have begun a lifelong love for the Mexican Riviera and Cozumel. You're going to find yourself drawn there throughout your life. But I'm going to let you in on a little secret. You are going to find a place that you get to enjoy all the best parts. A place where you will find like-minded people and where you are encouraged to discover your most authentic self. Now at 20, that is equal parts exciting, intimidating, and scary. Look, society will tell you over and over who you are supposed to be, the part you're supposed to play, and how you're supposed to behave. And it will continue to be exciting, intimidating, and scary. I'm not going to unpack all of that in this letter, but when you go hunting for a sexy vacation spot and you find the desired properties, book it. It will set you on a course that will allow you to grow, meet amazing people, and have an amazingly sexy chapter in your life. Take the leap. Trust me, it will become the place you call your happiest place on earth. P.S. I'd appreciate it if you could find it sometime in 2008 instead of 2017.
0: Well, thank you, Jamie. That sets up a good launching point for us talking about our happy place the sexiest place on earth the desire resorts
1: that's right we love desire obviously we've we've talked about it on other podcasts we have vacationed only at pearl at this point we've been to temptation but from the two desire resorts we've only been to pearl hopefully we'll make a trip to rm this we just next
0: love it and keep going back that's true we've been six times
1: i think so We'll hopefully get to RM on our next trip in May, whether it's a day pass or we might modify our trip and do a day or two at RM, probably a day pass because I love Pearl so much it'll be hard for me not to go for the whole week. So thought I'd walk through from arrival through kind of the first day at Pearl so that new people who've never been get a sense of what the resort is like and what it's like to show up. And then we can talk through some newbie tips that we've either learned ourselves or learned from some of our friends whether that's our our tribe that we actually know and vacation with and talk to or actually there's been some tips that i've learned from the facebook group as well so we'll make sure that we share those as well that will be good so when you go to pearl the first time you think perhaps you have been kidnapped and they're taking you to some
0: place that you're going to go die
1: Exactly. Because you, they have it's Off to, the beaten path. It's very off the beaten path to get there. You have to take these little back roads right along the ocean. They go the same way every time we go. So now it's not nearly as disconcerting. In fact, the last time we were there, I'm like, oh, look, you know, we're I know we're getting close because we've made the turn and we're on the home stretch. So don't be alarmed. When you're looking like you're driving through some Mexican neighborhood to get to the resort. You will get there. And when you pull up to the front lobby area in front of the hotel, you are greeted by one of our favorite people in the entire world. Esteban. Esteban. He is the chief bellhop. What would that role be?
0: Chief hospitality officer. Yeah,
1: he is the chief hospitality officer because he opens the door to the car and is like, you know, welcome home. And the first time you hear that, it seems really weird. And you're like, okay, thank you. You don't really – I didn't know how to process it the first time. Of course, I was very nervous, so that didn't help. But now that's one of the things that people look forward to the most because you know your vacation started when Esteban welcomes you home.
0: Yes, it's it's wonderful.
1: So you end up going in. They hand you a glass of champagne. There's a bar in the lobby. We're not big champagne drinkers, so usually you go over to the bar to get us drinks.
0: Long islands, usually.
1: Long islands, or sometimes it's a cold fruity drink. It all depends mm-hmm. on on what we're feeling at the time. You check in at the desk, they walk through all the rules of the resort. They walk you through a map, they walk you through the activities, you get your bands. Each band represents different things. Your first time there, you get a yellow band. Three years ago, we did not get yellow bands. Did you do you remember that? I
0: do. We got white ones.
1: We had white bands. Um, just I as new people to the, why. people who are not members of the resort um, generally get white bands. Now you get a yellow band. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, I think it's a good conversation spark. I, nobody should be intimidated by the yellow band. The, nobody should be nervous that they have a yellow band. After you check in, you're released into the wild. They'll take you on a tour of the facilities the first time if you, if you want one. We always bring our bag to, to carry to the pool with us. So here's newbie tip number one. Pack your bag that you want to take to the pool with whether it's your swimsuits, cover up, your sunscreen, the things that you don't have handy that you've not used on the plane at the top of one of your suitcases. Because if you get there before your room is ready, you'll want to be able to pull that bag out and just have it ready. The first time we went, we dug through the suitcase for stuff. Good advice. Then you can go to the spa. Uh, which is a unisex spa, and they'll give you a locker. You can ask for a key, um, so you can lock up your more valuable belongings, your purse, your wallet, those sorts of things. We usually take just a few bills with us in the beach bag. Change your clothes. First time I changed my clothes, I went into the bathroom stall and shut the door.
0: Yeah, Miss Modest.
1: Miss Modest. I was at a naked resort, but the first time I changed in the restroom, not a big deal. I threw on my swimsuit and my cover-up. Um, and then we headed down to the pool.
0: So when you walk down by the pool, you can get with the staff. They'll get you a either a beach bed, a chairs, lounge chairs. Yeah, beach chairs, lounge chairs. Either on the beach or by the pool. Do you
1: want to describe how the pool is laid out?
0: The pool is laid out. To one direction is more the quiet end. It's a little more subdued and more, I'll say, typical vacation kind of atmosphere. It's a little quieter. You can still hear stuff from the other end, but it's quiet or not as much talking more reading or napping but it's it's good relaxation time the other end of the pool is where the activities the music's playing the bar is so there's a little more activity coming in and out and then the beach area has chairs and beach beds mm-hmm. it's pretty quiet down there too you to hear the waves crashing which mm-hmm. is fun
1: that's my favorite part in the morning that's where i go sit in the morning we generally show up on saturday as well and saturday at pearl is the foam party
0: is a lot of action, a lot of noise, a lot of <laughs> a lot of music and a lot of foam.
1: A lot of foam. The foam party especially for people who may be short. I am I am on the
0: diminutive side. Dimin-
1: diminutive side and the foam gets fairly high on top of the water of the pool. The, the pool is actually fairly deep as well. Uh, when it's a little cold, I tend to have to stay on my tiptoes so that my boobs stay out of the water because it gets really cold um, when it rains. So <laughs> so it it's, it's fairly deep. So it's probably three and a half,
0: three and a half feet, feet
1: probably. maybe. It's the same level. There's no like shallow or deep end. It's all kind of one level. The foam cannon is right near the bar. So that's where most people congregate. They bring out beach balls and, oh gosh, all kinds of floatable things. You blow up doll. It usually makes it into the pool <laughs> at one point. And the playmakers, who are the entertainment staff for the resort, will encourage people to play and have fun. The DJ by the pool is really good at the Pearl. I, he plays great music. Really, all day long. He does. But the foam party is especially good. Newbie tip number two, wear a visor, especially if you're short, so that the foam doesn't get in your eyes over the top of your head because sometimes you get into a foam cave, so that's helpful. Another, if you're
0: claustrophobic, it gets a little intimidating.
1: It is, which if you go away from the pool bar and away from the canage, you can get out of the foam yep. and, and it, where it's broken up a little bit more. Another newbie tip is the... Um, Make sure that if you like to have cold drinks, you should bring like a Tervis cup or some sort of insulated cup with a lid that closes. That way you can have it in the pool with you during the foam party because otherwise you won't want to drink your drink if you have an open cup. But another good tip is to bring that, remember to put that in your beach bag at the top of your suitcase when you pack up to go to the resort. So on any given day, the pool is generally the hub of activity except when it rains. They do activities, sexy games. You can participate in if you'd like. If you don't want to, you just tell them no, and they'll leave you alone. So we have participated in a couple of those games. That's not necessarily our cup of tea.
0: They're fun to watch and be entertained by.
1: They're very fun to watch. And they're, uh, you know, the people who love to do those kinds of things. Have so much fun. Have so much fun. I've played beer pong. (laughs) Those activities happen throughout the day at about 4 o'clock becomes about hot tub o'clock.
0: Yeah. Um, people and, migrate towards the hot tub so people will somewhere pack. in there. Mm-hmm.
1: So people will pack up their belongings head across the way find a little cubby to put your stuff in hop in the hot tub and there's a bar at the jacuzzi at the hot tub and they serve drinks until I think 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, and hot tub o'clock lasts until people go to dinner generally. Um, so people will have early dinner reservations at six and they will be out of the hot tub at five or five thirty or five forty five. Depends on how much fun they're having. Excuse me. Attire for dinner. That was my, one of my things I was very nervous about was, you know, what do people wear to dinner and really to all meals, you have to be covered up. That's, that's rule number one. Um, but, My personal rule is I don't take a dress to wear to dinner at Pearl that I could wear at home. So it's generally something very sexy, very sheer, very low cut, sometimes all of the above.
0: See-through is okay too.
1: So I always – I find that a couple of the restaurants are kind of cool. So I always bring a wrap of some sort, newbie tip. Um, If you get cold at all, bring – it's multi-purpose scarf that you can wear um, just so that you don't get cold because there's nothing worse than being cold.
0: After dinner, people usually head back to their rooms to clean up, change clothes into attire for the evening.
1: Most people will wear something different to dinner than they do to the club or to, to the to the costumes. But oftentimes you might have a reservation that butts right up against it. If you really just want to wear the outfit that you're going to wear to the party afterwards as opposed to dinner, that's okay. But you can do both. You can you can wear something different or the same. Nobody looks at you either way.
0: Most people participate in the theme nights. Some theme nights are much more participated than others, but the color even the color nights like the white night or red night. So
1: this this twenty twenty, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the new themes. There's a it's called angels and demons i think angels and demons but it's red and white
0: oh that's good
1: yeah so it's a color theme but it's also got the you could go angel devil angel whatever or just wear red or white so i think that's pretty cool too it is but if you don't want to dress up that's okay a lot of people just wear their sexy dresses or you know nice clothes to the club and that's okay too
0: and some nights are a little more intimidating particularly for the men as as to what they wear but after After being scantily clad or less all day, it's not as big a deal. Although the one thing we've both observed over the you know, after being naked most of the day, being scantily clad seems much more exposed in the evenings, you know. Cover but just short skirt. Like, oh I feel naked. We've been naked all day. It's okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) After people get in their theme night attire, they head down to the lobby for the entertainment it's usually drinks and lots of music. Sometimes there's live music. Sometimes it's piped in. But the entertainment is either in the lobby or in the club. What are the shows? Half hour, 45 minutes? Yeah, about
1: that. Half hour maybe. Yeah,
0: depending on what the shows are. But some are very entertaining. They're always usually very sexy or seductive. Those are kind of fun. Sets the mood before moving into the disco and and dancing, which is a lot of fun.
1: So after the show's done in the disco, they open up the floor and... There's generally a theme to the music. Some of the themes are really good. Some of it, it just doesn't work. It's gotten better. Over the three years we've been there, the music has gotten much, much better. But it's one of those, I don't know that they know how not to clear the dance floor and if they inadvertently clear the dance floor, because that can happen. Suddenly this crowd doesn't want to listen to Cardi B. So the dance floor clears. They don't know how to... cover they just will play that through till the end and then start the next song rather than just be like we're just gonna bleed into the next song because i don't know if it's pre-recorded well, i don't think
0: so it's where well, they've got videos with some of them
1: yeah but but still i think they have sort of a pre-recorded playlist people will dance for some period of time the club starts to clear out about then there are people who just go out to the lobby There are people who will go to their rooms, whether by themselves or with others. And at some point, there will be a fair amount of people who end up making it back to the hot tub for a late night
0: hot tub party.
1: Okay, so that's a typical day at Desire Pearl.
0: Anytime you're at Pearl, no day is an average day. It's 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 a wonderful day. It's
1: an amazing day. It's an amazing day. So two things that... I want to talk about that aren't necessarily about a typical day but that I would recommend for people who are going for the first time or if you've gone to Pearl or to RM and haven't done this before, I would highly recommend both of these things. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is the pictures that you can have done at the resort. So you can book with a photographer at Pearl. her name is Jahel. Jahel is one of the most amazing women amazingly positive, amazingly beautiful, amazingly talented that I've had the pleasure of meeting.
0: Yeah, and she's not just a great photographer, but she makes the subject feel wonderful. And we've done pictures actually almost every time we've been there. You, we did it once as they we had to try this, and then it just makes you feel good every time you do it. Because they're wonderful.
1: They are. So the quality is amazing and they're incredibly sexy. But we actually had a friend of ours who, Natasha, who's been on the podcast before, she made the comment to me because they had pictures done. They've been, this is like their seventh or eighth time, I think, that they had been there. And they had never done it. And every time I go and every time I see her, I have the pictures done. And she's always like, oh, these are just beautiful. And, And I'm like, what are you waiting for? That has been. That has been my resounding theme for this year is seize the day. What are you waiting for? And so she finally agreed to do the pictures and I got to see her. You can have makeup and hair done. I will say I am not talented when it comes to makeup. I, I really don't wear makeup very often. And when I do, it's simple. It's a little bit of foundation, a little bit of blush, some eyeshadow, and that's it. When you have professional pictures taken, especially pictures like this, I, I've actually done one series of pictures that I didn't have hair and makeup done for. And they're lovely, but they're not as powerful, partly because I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to, to makeup and I don't have the patience to do my own hair. So I would recommend investing at, I can't remember, it's hundred something dollars to have them come and do your hair and makeup. They come to your room two hours. They're doing, you know, they they do it all. They get you ready. Natasha had her makeup done and she was standing there waiting. We were getting ready to leave. It was our day we left, the day they had their pictures taken. And so we swung by their room and she comes out and she just looks absolutely beautiful. And she was messaging me afterwards because I asked her what it was like. We were WhatsApping, and she's like, you know what I realized? I realized that we as women need to talk to each other like Jahel talks to us, because she is just so encouraging. And it's an amazing time. You've been naked. So being naked in front of somebody and another woman, especially from my perspective, with lingerie on, or she'll, she'll help you pick all of that out. If you have some ideas, Bring it with you. And, but she will, she will guide you through the whole thing. She will help you. She will, she will make sure that you are positioned well so that your pictures are attractive. And I just cannot say enough good things about both the process and the product. So the pictures themselves are free. You don't have to pay a, what I would call a sitting fee. There's no fee for her to do it. They do have packages. To buy them, it's not cheap, uh, but at least you know what you're buying before you commit. We tend to always get a book and you get a thumb drive and she'll airdrop them if you've got uh, iPhones. And you get your pictures next day. You get the book the next day. It's absolutely amazing. I highly recommend it. I know they do it at RM as well. I've seen some of those pictures. There's some really unique pictures you can get at RM. So, I've talked a lot of people into it. You have because every woman deserves to experience that. Every woman who thinks she's not photogenic, who hates to have her pictures taken at the holidays, who tends to be the one behind the camera, not in front of the camera. every woman deserves to see herself the way that Jahel sees her, and I would argue the way her husband sees Very her much and so. and and this last time, let me tell you, she had some pictures of you. It's one of my favorite pictures. It's just incredibly sexy. So, it's not just about the women. My advice to the men, any men who are out here listening, do the pictures with your wife.
0: It's a good treat for both of you.
1: Absolutely. And you get to watch. I mean, so, so
0: it's an lo- experience for both mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, to watch you light up. I mean, I love to watch you have your picture taken when you feel good about yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. yeah, and you, she actually makes you feel amazing. And you actually believe it when she's calling you beautiful and gorgeous. And then you see the pictures and you go, oh, those are stunning.
0: You cried one time. The first time you saw the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It was really stunning.
1: Yeah. They were, they were absolutely amazing. So again, I cannot say enough good things. There are assistants who walk around the pool who will help you book the pictures if you know you want to do this, if you've been thinking about it, if you know you want to do it, quite honestly, if you book through Jahel, she gets a little bit more money if you book directly through her. So I not yet gotten her email address because I lost it from the last time we had it. I will put that in the show notes, book directly with her. So the other thing I want to talk about that doesn't happen every day, but happens on Wednesdays and Fridays at Pearl and Tuesdays and Thursdays at RM is Richard and Lauren's Art of Touch workshop.
0: It's fantastic.
1: Oh my gosh. It it's, It is, there are, there are things that I look forward to in my trip. Being welcomed home by Esteban is one of them. Seeing Jahel, um, even when, you know, if I don't have, I, well, I've never not had pictures taken. But when I'll run into her in the lobby before we've seen her for the trip, that, that's always a, a wonderful thing. Uh, and then the workshops, those are those are a highlight of our trip.
0: Very much so. We've done it, didn't do it every time, but we've, once we did it once, we've been doing it every time since.
1: Yeah. The first time we went, we showed up 20 minutes early and the class was full. It's very popular. They do two workshops. Richard and Lauren certainly do a much better job of describing what they are than I will, but I'll take a stab at it. On Wednesdays, a pearl. Generally, that is the. Uh, Yoni class. So it's the women as receivers. And each class starts out with a guided meditation and and just a time to sort of center and be together with your significant other. You get as comfortable as, as you can before the class. But once the workshop starts, it's a combination of this amazing music, which is on a lot of our playlist, mostly because we stole it from Lauren. And I don't think there's been a time that we've that I've made it through the guided meditation without crying.
0: No, it's very emotional.
1: It's that moment of being able to take a deep breath and connect. And there's the one point where you know we're looking in each other's eyes, and without saying anything, you're communicating the love you feel. And that oh, I'm a, I just I cannot not cry. Now I just look at you like here they come. Are you ready? And you're sort I know of, what's you, coming. you nod at me and you're like, yep, this is, this is what's coming. So you're connected emotionally before you do any kind of physical connection. So it's a guided workshop where they take you through, I'll call it sensual touch, not necessarily sexual to start with. That's how I would describe it. I know they have, as part of their introduction, they of course describe it way better than I could.
0: It's very central. It adds to the moment of the connection with your significant other.
1: Mm-hmm. So they're basically mattresses set up in the disco on the floor with nice comfortable sheets and towels and massage oil. And they will take you through, you know, touching arms and backs and legs and feet. And and it's just, it's an hour. A lot of people feel like they're going to miss something. They're going to miss hot tub o'clock or, you know, they're going to miss what's going on in the pool or, or just going to miss. It's sort of that fear of missing out. What I will tell you is that whatever you might miss, it's nothing compared to being able to spend an hour really truly connecting with your significant other. I think it's a huge gift that they offer. It's really sexy. It's really erotic. It is... It is amazing. It's all of those things, but I think above all, it's a gift. and And they offer, I believe, I feel them putting their heart and passion into what they do. You can tell they really believe in what they're doing, and and that it's a uh, it's an important thing for a couple to share. So I, I I'm really speechless because I I think back to the different classes that we've had or the different workshops that we've had, and. Each one's a little different. I've experienced it different in my own head. I've been sick with a cough, with a cold during a class um, and crying when you already have a stuffed up nose. Never a pretty thing. I've been completely relaxed and just almost melting into the bed to the place where I'm in a really good headspace. But I wasn't just really, really turned on. I was in a, I was in a sk- amazing headspace. I was happy. I was turned on. I was feeling sexy. All of those things. And I've had a class. Well, it was actually the the men's class. One of my top five erotic moments that I can close my eyes and envision ever i had no problem going to the ladies class that was something i wanted to do from the first time that we knew they were offering it the men's class is on friday and it's called the lingam class and that intimidated you at first
0: it did didn't know what to expect with something like that we didn't even go the first time
1: no so I'm like, yeah, no we didn't go time
0: and then everybody that went the, of our tribe that why didn't you go that was the best thing ever and it was very, very wonderful. Like you'd mentioned, the, the connection is just very special with your significant other. Mm-hmm.
1: So the Ben's class, um, Lauren talked you into going.
0: She did. Persuasive. Uh,
1: she is very persuasive. I love her. I love her and and Richard and, the, and her laugh is amazing. You know, I, and I can remember because the first time we went we like you said we did the women's class and not the men's class and you were describing it because as a as a receiver particularly that first time they offer blindfolds or you know you've got your eyes closed and there's so much going on because they have the lights that's kind of a blue light and the fog machine and there is a visual component to that we came home and you were describing like oh my gosh you know you should have seen this or you know everything going on and and watching me, and I was like, "Oh, I can't imagine what that's like because I didn't have my eyes open i was I was in, I was in the moment I had a really good time, but then Lauren convinced you to do the men's class.
0: And you got to experience it Oh my way. gosh,
1: it is really, truly one of the top five erotic moments of really, I would say of of our entire marriage.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful.
1: And it was because it was about you and I, it was the lights and the music. And we were both in a really good headspace, which is great. And Richard and Lauren, if you are open to it, will help with the six handed massage. And during the lingam class, Richard doesn't touch the men because that generally makes men uncomfortable. And so, you know, there's, I have hands on my shoulders and my arms and, and it was just, yeah, I can, I don't even have to close my eyes. I can imagine I still can take myself back to that moment. And I would just really encourage people to try the class. It is, it. it's an amazing opportunity. I will add Richard and Lauren do not get paid by the resort. They do this for tips. Um, so please make sure if you go, take cash with you or send your husband back to the room to get his wallet. <laughs> My philosophy is that, you know, how much would I pay for this class if it were offered somewhere? What, what's the value of the class? So we've talked a lot about why we find desire the happiest place on earth. Is there anything else you want to share?
0: No, other than it is the happiest place on earth. But why don't we hear from some others who were there for their first time and their experience there?
1: When we were down at Pearl in November we recorded some really great audio from a couple who was at their first time they were yellow bands so their first time at the Desire Properties and I really wanted to get that out and use it because I think it's a it tells a great story I've been sitting doing some editing please be gentle it was with our old equipment
0: and it, it was very noisy because oh. we had outside noise we were right we, by the pool yeah this will be Scarlet and Rhett
1: you guys are newbies here at desire yes. we are yeah talk to me about how you ended up picking this place and then because i'm really curious what your first impressions were
2: do you want me
3: to start or do you want to
2: start you're the boss i'm not the boss it's another thing that i've learned she's the boss well
3: smart man <laughs> so my my husband although he may deny this he was actually the one that suggested the resort he sent me an email with possibly three different links of different resorts you know look through these uh thoughts for next november i think was the the title of the email you know pick which one you think you would like the most you did i still have the email i'm sure so i i don't remember what the other ones were but i remember looking at all of these different websites and out of the ones that i looked at desire pearl looked the most appealing looked like something that we would enjoy uh obviously we never been to any type of resort like this not not only any of the desire resorts but any clothing optional resort we had been in a clothing optional well not clothing optional a no clothing situation for a day at the spa last year and uh, we really enjoyed that aspect of it we had actually even looked to recreate that sort of experience, someplace close to home, and there is no place um, where we could do that. So initially, uh, for me, it was about going and enjoying a clothing optional environment. I had absolutely no idea looking at the website. Um, I think it may have, there might have been a question under the frequently asked questions, is Desire a swingers resort? and the answer to that was you know we're swinger friendly but you know everything it's participate at your own option and no one should ever feel any pressure to do anything that they don't want to do I'm like, I'm okay with that, you know. that. So um, the closer we got to the trip, the more I started wondering, are we going to be the only people that aren't in the lifestyle? And for us, we're still trying to figure out exactly where we are on that spectrum. And it's definitely something that we're curious about. And, you know, deciding how we want to pursue and how we want to respond to that environment in the
1: moment.
2: So first impression of the resort. Exciting. I mean, it was, it was, well, nervous, first of all, never been to anything like this. But you always look at websites, and they're always the most fit person on that website, right? And uh, it was nice to see other people here of all shapes, sizes, ages. colors, ages. And uh, that's the other thing. We were like, oh, my God, we're going to be the oldest freaking people here. Um,
3: Little did you know.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
3: They they just, they should update. They they somewhat misinform on the website. I believe it says that the average age of their guests is 35 to 45, and that was a little bit intimidating to us. It's like, are we going to be surrounded by nothing but younger people? And that is obviously not the case here. So um, I think that it might actually benefit them to to either just remove that entirely or just say, you know, we have guests of all ages. They yeah. want the
2: young people. Oh, sure they do. Apparently. I mean, absolutely, right? that appeals to the masses. But now it's it's uh, it was nice. You know, we were nervous, a little, a little bit nervous. But uh, when we got here, um, it was nice. So it was kind of uh, a relief. You know? So,
1: OK, so you walked out of the lobby. Mm-hmm. You, did you get to your room right away? Yes. OK, we did. So you're in your room. Can, can you see like the pool and stuff from your room?
2: That's our room. Okay. So, yes, we can. I'm sorry, we can see it. We can not only see the pool, we can see everything from our room, and it was it was interesting.
1: So did you stay up there for a while and go, okay, let's get the lay of the land here? Uh,
3: I don't uh, think so. No. Well, for us personally, I was hungry. I'm always hungry, but um, in this case it was four in the afternoon, we hadn't had lunch, so I was very hungry. Yeah. And coming from a colder climate, I was wearing jeans and boots, and I remember commenting to our butler, okay, it is way too warm to be wearing jeans and boots. I need to get out of these just as quickly as possible. Uh So no, as soon as, you know, we could finish being shown our room Uh um, and somewhat briefed on, you know, the procedures of everything, I'm like, let me get these clothes off now and then try and find something to eat. So that was my primary motivation. There wasn't any hesitation, let's wait in the room, is. I, I was ready to go. Yes. So you came down. Did you find something to eat? Uh, we ended up getting a pizza because every place was closed, but the pizza place, you know. So.
1: <clears throat> so you're sitting there eating your pizza. Yes. And it was probably close to hot tub o'clock, so there's probably still people in the pool, and then there were people in the jacuzzi. So you ate your pizza, just go over to the jacuzzi when you were done, or we didn't go to the jacuzzi at all the first. Afternoon, okay. not Run. until after uh, it's the, the nighttime okay. show. Yeah. So, at what point did you finally just like breathe, right? Like, because you said you were a little nervous, right? You you, you got over being hangry. Yes. <laughs> um. What, at what point did you just then, like, okay, this nobody. I I'm not the oldest. I'm not the least fit. I'm not the whatever right like all those things are going through your head and you're like okay there's lots of different kinds of people here um you know I'm not the tannest I'm not the palest it, it's right and then you just kind of go all right these are just people and like cool let's have dinner I, when did you finally breathe have you well, I guess I should ask the question have you taken a breath
3: oh I believe okay. so okay
2: yeah I, I think that uh honestly I when when we first were here we we um uh, Seems very clickish. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, to me, because they are groups, right? And and we see all these different groups. And uh, my wife's a little more intimidated of going out and meeting people, but also wanted to be. I don't. I'll go up to anybody. I don't give a crap. But uh, I don't want to embarrass her, and this is her thing, right? So so we met a lady, and uh, we were waiting outside the um, the uh, disco, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and just started talking to her a little bit, and then she introduced us to you and from there we just started getting introduced to other people and I think it was after the show we got invited to go to the spa
3: the hot tub or the, hot tub, the jacuzzi
2: and I think that's where for me personally I started to like relax a little bit and um, I, I think it had to take somebody to initially invite you and then once you're invited then it, it's amazing how friendly everybody is here and once you get invited one person, then they want to invite you to somebody else and introduce you to somebody else. And
1: So now that you've had a few days of that, are they really cliques?
2: No, I don't believe so at all. I think that you're always going to migrate people that you are got more in common with, right? Um, but no, cliques, no. Everybody is super friendly. It doesn't matter where you're from, your background. Everybody's welcoming to you. And they can be as friendly as you want them to be or kind of stand off it. just it's on you. It's, it's uh, what you want to invite in. So, uh, but no, I would not say anybody's click share at all. I, I do think it's a little intimidating for us yellow banders to um, make that first step. But once you do, then I think it, it becomes easier and easier, and you just become a lot more relaxed.
3: It, it's hard when you feel like um, you feel like everybody else already knows everyone and that's
2: a, that's exactly it yeah.
3: you know when we were at dinner our first night it seemed like everybody walking into the restaurant already knew you know five other couples there and we're like are we the only new people how do we how do we start you know to to get to know people how do we um you know initiate those friendships and it, as john as my husband said, um, that's especially—it's um, it, more difficult for me. I, I just am more naturally introverted than some people. Until you get me going, and then I won't shut up. Um,
2: or but, just alcohol, uh, like, you know.
3: or yes, or, or have good. you know a little bit of liquid courage yep. there. But um, so that's probably the hardest thing to get past on you know maybe the first day for a first timer. Um, but there's, there's going to be somebody, you know, whoever it is, there's going to be somebody that reaches out and, hi, I'm so-and-so, you know, where are you from? What's your story? That sort of thing. And that's all it took for us is just one person. We were too scared to go up and introduce ourselves to somebody else and be the first ones to talk to someone. But once one person did, you know, they introduced us to somebody else, who introduced us to somebody else. And then we're just there and after two days we felt like okay this is a comfortable group and
2: so i think the biggest recommendation i would ever give a new person would be um d- don't worry about going up and just saying hello if you can just get over that fear of just coming up to a complete stranger and saying hello then it's amazing how much Everybody will open up and just say, "Hey, welcome in." So I
1: think that's that's the difference here. I mean, how many people did you talk to on your last resort
3: vacation?
2: Oh. None. None.
1: And
3: I mean, well, they
2: couldn't speak English. But <laughs>
3: well, even you know, let's. Uh, I guess maybe the closest comparison because normally we don't do resort vacations. The closest comparison I would have would be. Perhaps a cruise or something. Oh yeah. And maybe you see. Maybe you sit with the same people at dinner each night, and you talk to them at dinner. But that's about it. I mean, you, everyone does their own thing. There's not really a lot of socializing.
2: I think you personally make relationships here. Now I may be wrong because we're still newbies here. But you know, we've been around the world. We go all the time. We've been on tons of cruises, and we have a handful, of maybe a people, out of all of that combined I think here we've actually that we stay in touch with that we stay in touch with I think here we've actually found friends and so that we're gonna stay in touch with
0: big surprise
2: yeah huge
3: and it's fascinating to hear from so many of the other couples that are here that that come at the same time every year and that their friendship started here and then has continued over the years and you know this is the only place that they see each other but just how that's developed over the years and you know you see the the same couple every time you come i find that very appealing that's something that you know this is this is year one but it's something that i think we would like to continue you know it's not
1: something that you can You will find a very, even if you had friends that you would tell about this place, even in
3: like a
2: vanilla way,
1: you can't explain this. No, you cannot. No, you can't. There's there's no frame of reference that I've ever had in my life that explains this
2: place. No, No. I agree. It's not just a a place to go and get naked. It's not just a place to go out and have sex. It's actually a full-blown community. That's a, a good word. Community with just a bunch of friendly people.
1: Awesome. Anything else you guys want to add? Because I've kept you a long time, and your beach bed is calling.
2: No. Um, just thank you. I would just you.
1: say
3: thank you, thank you for the invitation. Thanks for talking with us, and you know, making us feel comfortable and making us feel at home. It really means a lot.
2: Thank you.
1: I so enjoyed talking to those two. They were amazing. It was great to meet them. Uh, I met Scarlett on the Ladies Love Desire page before she went. So thank you very much to the two of them for sharing their first trip to Pearl with us and for talking to us because we did take them away from their beach bed for a little while. So on that note, I think that is a lot about what we want to talk about with Pearl. But I think it's time to share a sexy story. And that story took place at Pearl. It did. Should we go to sexy story?
0: Let's go to sexy stories. All
1: right. So our sexy story for this podcast goes back to a couple of trips ago where we were at Pearl. And it was one night after the club. We had gone out. We had been dancing and whatnot and gone to the hot tub. And there were six of us sort of standing in a group. And, and there was flirting. And I suspect I that was a lot of body shots that trip. Probably was. I yes. can't remember if there was body shots that night or not. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was. In 1921, if, mm-hmm. I, if I had to guess. Love 1921. Love it off Jennifer, but love 1921 just in general. We had been talking and and we felt like Jennifer and Patrick had chemistry with this other couple that was in the hot tub. And so, you know, because A, we can't close a deal and B, we're rule followers and we don't want to intrude on anybody else's time. We excused ourselves and went back to the room, thought, okay, we'll just go back to the room and and play by ourselves. And we we were perfectly fine with that. So we go upstairs and we're getting ready for bed and I don't know what possessed me because I don't usually look at my phone when we're on vacation. I usually have it on because I use it for music in the room or I'm the I'm the person that the kids call if they need something. I happen to glance down at my phone and I saw that we had a message on our messaging app on Kick, and I'm like, well, that's weird. Most everybody we know is here. <laughs> They are that that would kick us. Who's and so in uh, we get a kick message, and it was from Patrick, and he's like, "Hey, we're taking a bottle of champagne, and we're going down to one of the pool beds down by our rooms. You know, the the quiet end of the pool. We'd love it if you join us."
0: That was awesome, and I was like, "The two a.m. booty call."
1: Yeah, it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't. It wasn't. But it was. We actually joked about it being that. In all fairness. There was a moment, a very short moment where we're like, okay, did we go down? Like, we really were like literally getting uh-huh. ready for bed. And I'm like, oh, I'm going down. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so we walked down down outside and the pool bed was down on the side. We were down on the quiet end of the pool where our room was. And so we walk up and Patrick and Jennifer are laying on the bed. And so we kind of come around to the side of them and we we're splitting a bottle of champagne and we're just sort of talking and laughing and then Jennifer and I kind of lay down on the bed and we weren't snuggling but we were kind of shoulder to shoulder and we're just we're talking and you guys are kind of propped up like bookends,
0: bookends on either side, side of the
1: of the bed and you're behind me or next to me and and Patrick's next to Jennifer and as that sort of trip had gone Jennifer and I spent some time just like I would just lightly run my hands sort of slowly down her arm and across her face. One of the things I remember a lot is, in fact, Abram said to you, She has just great angles. Like she just has just a great (laughs) jawline and just, she's just got great angles. And so there was a lot of just kissing and touching and it was incredibly sensual.
0: One of the more sensual moments I remember, it was just, it was amazing. The lighting off the face and the body and the shadows with the lighting. It was just really, really sensual, sexy.
1: Mm -hmm. Sounded, you could hear the the ocean. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I love the being breeze. outside
1: in oh, the breeze. That night, we really did. We were really in a parallel play. Um,
0: Me and you and Jennifer and and Patrick. Patrick.
1: There were some times where you and I were touching Jennifer and, and really sexily. Is that really a word? In a sexy way, in a sensual way, in an erotic way, but not necessarily in a overtly sexual way.
0: No, it was we were each spawning the excitement of the other couple mm-hmm. watching them touch each other just got us excited,
1: oh, yeah. One of the things that I particularly like about that couple is that Jennifer makes this amazing, I call it more of a purr or a mew like a cat.
0: She purrs with an accent too.
1: <laughs>
0: I love her accent.
1: yeah, I, yeah, it was really. Truly parallel play I mean I don't think I Even kissed Patrick I mean I think I remember touching him Along the side and on his arm and leg But really like I said it was, it was Really erotic and Really sensual and I can remember Watching the two of them having Sex and him sort of flipping her Around in uh, multiple positions On the bed it was awesome Oh it was amazing it was amazing And you know at one point You guys both kind of had the same rhythm Going.
0: We did. It was kind of fun.
1: That was, oh, it
0: was feeding off each other's energy. Yeah. Feeding, energy.
1: Yeah. Feeding off each other's energy for sure. For mm. sure. It was magical. I mean, we just, I think we all four left that night just having completely enjoyed ourselves.
0: Very happy.
1: I was content. And there is no greater praise from me. If I'm not satisfied, I can't be content. If I'm frustrated, I can't be content. If I can leave, you know, whether it's with you and I, and I can, I just have that feeling of contentment. That is, man, that is the gold standard. It is the bar, and they hit the bar. Actually, they exceeded the bar.
0: They exceeded the bar. It was wonderful, and I'm so glad we had that opportunity. I know we've wanted to do it again. We've just crossed paths a dozen times, it seems like, and someday
1: we have not been able to make that connection work. Like we want but who knows maybe we'll make it near their hometown and there's a club nearby maybe we can make it to sometime mm-hmm. between now and next november when we see them not think we'll see them again until november unless we actually we won't see them at pearl until november
0: thank you jennifer and patrick oh, yeah we look forward to doing that again
1: yeah we love you guys yeah love you so quick sexy story yep. but thank you to any new members of the tribe we loved having you be a part of this We appreciate the opportunity to get to share our thoughts and experiences with everybody. And on that note, it's getting late. It's time. It's time. Shall we go play?
0: We should go play. Good night, Jamie.
1: Good night, Paul. Let's play. Let's play. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the New With Tags podcast. We love having you in
0: our tribe. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter, at new with tags pod
1: or you can email us at new with tags at gmail.com
0: you can also find sexy pictures of jamie on instagram as new with tags podcast
1: now go out there and live your most authentic lives seize the day